0: It's the middle
1: with Anthony Weiner on WABC. I know Anthony Weiner for a long time. He was a really bad guy. Taking a step back to look at things with a new perspective. Anthony Weiner, I'm not a big fan.
0: It's the middle with Anthony Weiner.
2: Way to the cities in Mexico. Lived in an apartment out on Avenue, way out of town, a corner of
0: town. Had myself a lover who was finer than gold, but I've been broken, I've been busted up since.
3: And good afternoon. I'm Anthony Weiner, and thank you for meeting me in the middle, an hour every Saturday at 2 o'clock when we take some steps away from the hot takes of the far left and the hot takes of the far right. And we try to bring some context to the news of the week or maybe a subject that doesn't find its way into the middle of the conversation enough. So great to have you along. Christian helping out on the board. Kevin supervising things. We have Elias taking your calls and getting you all queued up. You can always call in at 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. You can always reach me at at atrepwiener or wienerwabc at gmail.com. And wabcradio.com, you can always stream the show. So there's lots of ways you can hear us, and I'm glad that you're joining in. I'll take you till 3 o'clock, and then Curtis Lee will come in for left versus right here on Talk Radio 77 WBC, the most powerful radio station in the nation. Can I say that? I mean – 50,000-watt clear channel in the biggest market in, these, in the country, so I guess so. So first of all, I want to thank you all for the many kind notes about the passing of my dad. Um, it was really nice to hear from so many people, so many people weighing in in social media and on Facebook and sending me notes. I really do appreciate it. Um, we're done sitting Shiva, and we're up-dusting ourselves off. And, and um, just in time, Jordan is going away to camp next week. He's going for seven weeks. His mom and I are going to be like those characters in a video game. The what are they called? Non-player characters? yeah, NPCs, like that. Just wander around and bump into walls and things. That's what we're going to be like. Missing out on having Jordan around. I'm going to miss him a lot. We got to We still have some last minute packing to do and some some things like that. And so he is going to be uh, he is going to be missed. He's 11 and a half years old. He's going to come back. I mean, basically, he's going to be. An adult when he comes back, I guess. But he's going to a great sports camp that he had fun at last time. He plays a little hockey there, all kinds of other sports. He's excited about it. Unlike the last couple of years where he's been a little bit anxious now, he's really excited. It has been an insanely busy week in news. And I've had a chance to listen in a little bit to 77 WABC when I've had a chance to. Tune in a little bit to the news. Um, but really, the, it's been a sort of a crazy thing. The way I've been finding out what's going on is my – Phone pinging with notifications about my name being mentioned. I'll I'll explain that in a second. Um, and also in today's program, I got a complaint, actually two. I got two complaints that I have been promising to stay on top of the Hunter Biden case, and I haven't been doing it. And so later in the show, I will give you an update on everything that I have uh, that you've missed. I do get a fair number of people who say, "For the love of God, why do you keep talking about that?" No one cares. And the, the, the reason I do is because it's the quintessential middle story, right? The left thinks nothing is happening and the right thinks everything is happening and somewhere in the middle is probably the truth. So I'm going to give you an update on that. But first let's do the numbers of the week. Each week I do some numbers that I pluck out of the headlines or the bylines or the obscurity that um, tell us something interesting about what's going on. The first one is 4%. We now have a 4% inflation rate in, in the country, which is half of what it is in Europe. It's not perfect. You like to get down a little bit lower. But um it's low enough now that the Federal Reserve said they're going to take the foot off the brake a little, a foot off the gas, a little bit on rate hikes, which I think a lot of people think is the right thing to do, but listen, you can we're all upset about inflation, we're all upset about its causes and different people blaming different things, but there's some really good news now on that. The next number is 80. 80% uh, of Democrats. This was a poll of just Democrats and a poll that came out this week from pretty good organizations. That was pretty good polling. 80% of Democrats think there should be democratic primary debates. And you know, I've been on this train for a while. I don't think there will be. I mean, RFK junior is one of the candidates, Marianne Williamson, who's kind of like a self self-help author. She's, um, she's one of the, the, look, my view is if your number one concern about your candidate is that he is too old and can't muster debates, then, then you, you've got to show otherwise. So eighty percent of Democrats agree with that position. Democrats agree with that position. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen when you're the sitting president and you control the Democratic National Committee. I don't think it's going to happen. But there, it's out there. Next number is fifty-one percent. That is the number of Americans that say they support Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. Down from about 66, almost 70 percent in June of 2020, and there's lots of reasons to understand why. First of all, BLM at the time, at the beginning, was about this idea of like just saying that listen, we can, you know black lives do matter, and like they're they're not too many blacks are, are dying at the hands of of law enforcement. Too many blacks are dying in prisons, et cetera, et cetera. But now it's become associated with the organization BLM, which obviously has not done a very good job as stewards of the of the organization. So that's an interesting number, how that support has declined so much. And finally, um, the final number of the week is four. That is the number of cases that Judge Aileen Cannon, who is the judge presiding over the Donald Trump's document case, has seen in trials. She has only presided over four trials in her entire career. She's only seen 224 criminal cases, but as I've described in previous episodes – Something like 98 percent of those wind up resulting in plea bargains. And those four trials in total 14 trial days. but she is in for a very, very different experience. a very, very complicated set of laws, a very complicated high obviously a high profile case. But last week, when I was on the air, the president was going to be speaking a couple of hours later, and I explained that I was looking forward. I kept stressing the idea that President Trump, former President Trump, is innocent until proven guilty. That's the way we work. And perhaps I'm sensitive to that cuz I myself was charged by the federal government and I I appreciate when people say we want to wait to see what what they got. But it's certainly true for the for the president. Um and so now I know he's going to blame Anthony Weiner.
1: If you look at Hillary Clinton set up a illegal private server in her basement specifically to break public disclosure laws, and that would expose her and her family's finances. She stored vast quantities of classified and sensitive information, some of it leaking into Anthony Weiner. You remember him, computer? Anthony Weiner, that was a real beauty.
3: I would have to listen much more than that. But then, then Lindsey Graham, who's like the head of the, of the parade for Donald Trump, whenever he says something, he has to echo it. He joined in.
1: But what I don't like is a system in America where the secretary of uh, state who's a Democratic uh, candidate for president has people take a hammer to social media devices and break them apart, apply uh, bleach bit to a hard drive to erase emails, allow classified information to get on a felon's computer, Anthony Weiner. You haven't even mentioned that. Most Republicans believe we live in a country where Hillary Clinton did very similar things and nothing happened to her. President Trump will have his day in court. All right. Well, let's But let's, espionage so, charges. So that's
3: absolutely- Lindsey Graham again throwing Anthony Weiner's name around. Now, look, I did a whole podcast about this this week about the Clinton, the Clinton emails. But here's what I do think. Uh, and by the way, you can get that on the Red Apple Podcast Network. It's called The Middle Unplugged. I would. That's basically a little a show like we do, a little similar to this. What we do, it comes out every Wednesday. I encourage you to subscribe. But here's what I think, and I was just talking to Noam Layton about this before the show. You know, there are so many things being thrown around about Donald Trump and the defense and Hillary Clinton and Anthony Weiner that I look. I am going to assume good faith on the part of people that they they want to understand and learn where whether. These things are similar and what happened in those cases and whether they do. I would like to go through now basically all of the Trump defenses that I heard emerge this week. But let me start. Let me start with the Hillary one. As I said, I go I go, chapter and verse over it um, in the podcast this week. Go take a look at it. Go take a listen to it. But the thing about the Hillary Clinton email case, I just want to – the first thing to stress is there were no documents involved. There wasn't anything marked top secret, anything like that. There were emails and not emails that were in the classified system of the State Department. There are two computers at the State Department. One is called the high side. That has all the top secret documents, all the classified documents. That is plugged into no other. You can't forward it. You can't screen grab it. You can't print from it. What the whole email controversy was about with Hillary Clinton was the low side. Talking about her schedule, talking about what's coming up, talking about whatever. Now, Hillary Clinton, when she was getting those emails, she was getting them on a server that she set up, just like I have anthonywiener.com, just like we have abcradio.com. That's very common. In fact, it's just like having Google or having OL. It's just that you you control it. And so the question was, should she have been doing that? She probably would say to you now, and she said during the campaign, all right, it wasn't a great idea. Uh, to do that. But I was getting private emails and and emails about work. My predecessor used a private server, Colin Powell. I'm going to set one up. But there was no sk- grabbing pri- grabbing government documents on that site. And you know who told me that? The FBI. You know who else told me that? Gov- um, um, President Trump's Secretary of State Tillerson said that. You know who else did a, um, did a big investigation? Mike Pompeo said it. So there weren't classified documents coming through on that, on that server. Now, people got upset. Well, she should never have deleted emails. We all delete emails. I guarantee if you have email, you must have clicked delete at least once. So Hillary Clinton did that. So all these investigations happened and there was nothing, there's nothing to charge. But where did Anthony Weiner come in? I didn't get a single Hillary Clinton. that I got nothing from Hillary Clinton's server or anything else. I got my wife, Huma, who worked for Hillary. So when Donald Trump says, oh, Anthony Weiner got Hillary's – no, it's just – Huma got lots of emails from Hillary and they already had those because they had Huma's – Huma's BlackBerry and Huma's computer already. So everything they found on mine was a duplicate of what they already had on hers and there were no classified documents on that. So that's the Hillary and Weiner parts of this. Again, if you want to clarify it, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. But let's look at some of the other things that he goes on to say. He says, what about Biden? Biden had documents in his garage, had documents at the Penn Center. What about Pence? Well, Pence has already been cleared. Biden, the very, very big difference with the Biden case is that he turned over the documents when he discovered them. And when he discovered others, he turned those over. And that Trump fought the, fought every step of the way. He moved them. He shaked them. He baked them. He put them into bathrooms. He told his assistant to lie to the lady. He He even faced a subpoena. There was no subpoena in the Biden case. But I will say this. The Biden case is under a special prosecutor. A Republican U.S. attorney that was appointed by Donald Trump is investigating Biden. Let's get to it already. If his case is so much simpler, how come we haven't had a ruling on his case yet? I do agree with people that say get get you know let's hurry up already. But the cases are very different. But there are some real arguments about the actual case, not just trying to blame someone else. Then uh, our number again 800-848-WABC 800-848-9222. I'm Anthony Weiner. We're talking about the Donald Trump case. There are some arguments and I want to, again try to explain to you what I know about those. One that the president and his supporters have said is the Presidential Records Act allows Trump to keep his stuff. Some of them have said for two years to look at it and, and decide what he wants to return. And that's, that's just not right. That it's, here, I'm going to read you from the Presidential Records Act. It states plainly, quote, The United States shall reserve and retain complete ownership, comma possession and control of presidential records. There is no, you can take them if you want them. There is not, there's not, a. the only exception to that is personal records. And they even define those, they say, of a purely private or non-public character, which do not relate or have an effect upon the carrying out of the duties of president. So like your journal or your diary, something like that, notes to yourself, but obviously not classified materials they do relate to the president and they do relate uh to the to the job of the president so there's no you know a military contingency plan is not a personal diary or journal but there is one loophole that you might not have heard about and hasn't been spoken about much but you know when i was doing this research i i I found this pra does note the presidential records act does say confusingly in my view that the definition of presidential records quote does not include official records of an agency. now most you know most of the things I found that were written about this don't believe um, that this includes presidential like classified documents, um, but there is a little bit of a loophole there, so there is that. The next offense that I've heard is that the president can declassify anything. You've heard this a few times before. This one is grounded in the idea that as president. Trump had the power to declassify any document that he wants, and the law isn't really clear about the details about how you might do that, but he can't classify it and not tell anyone. This whole, I did it with my mind argument has been dismissed a thousand different times. First of all, if you just did it in your mind, how do we know if a document, we should still be protecting it? How do we know we still should give it top secret treatment if you don't tell anyone? And there's no evidence, remember, this has been going on a long time, he's had plenty of chances, plenty of court filings, plenty of statements, plenty of Twitter, you know, things. There's been no evidence presented that he declassified any of the documents he's accused of stealing. And there's no, there was no procedure in effect in the Trump years for this. That's been confirmed by by his chief of staff. And finally, the problem with the this whole, I can declassify it anytime I want, is that He said he didn't declassify at least one document. He said it right on tape. He said, as president, I could have... This is a quote now. As president, I could have declassified it. Now I can't, you know, but this is still secret. So he can make these arguments. None of them seem super powerful. I mean, I had that one loophole in the thing about... Uh, you know, about you know how you defined what is a presidential record. I don't think anyone would disagree that the definition is pretty clear in the PRA, but it does have that little loophole. But when we come back from the break, I am going to tell you about one final defense called the Clinton Sox defense. Uh-huh. I hadn't heard of it. Noam Layton said he hadn't heard of it. When you come back from the break, you... We'll hear all about it. This is Anthony Wiener. It's The Middle. I'm so grateful you're along. We'll see you on the other side.
0: Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all-natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L. On Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024. It's the middle with Anthony Weiner. Yo, man. Yo.
2: Open up, man. What do you are, man? My girl just caught me. You made her catch you? I don't know how I let this happen. But who? The girl next door, you know?
0: Nah, nah. I don't know what to do.
2: Say so it wasn't you.
0: All right. And
3: welcome back to the middle. Shaggy offering his suggestion for the defense. Was it wasn't me. Was it wasn't me. It was someone else. So, uh, we're going to get to one thing I want to let you know is that I am going to give you an update on the Hunter Biden laptop case a little later in the show. We have a lot of calls coming in. You're welcome to join the conversation. 800 848 WABC, 800 848 We're going through some of the defenses. Some of them hold more water than others. Trying to, you know, tell you when it doesn't add up and when it maybe it does. But there's one case that I had to, I swear, I had to look it up. And it was, it came back to something that Donald Trump said in his remarks after he was indicted. And then since then, he's mentioned it a couple of times. And this is what spurred my interest.
1: I had every right to have these documents. The crucial legal precedent is laid out in the most important case ever on this subject known as the Clinton socks case. <laughs> you know what that means? After leaving the White House, Bill Clinton kept 79 audio tapes in his sock drawer. They included discussions of U.S. military involvement in Haiti Discussions of U.S. foreign policy, both defense and offense against Cuba. Recordings of President Clinton's conversations with all of the many foreign leaders at the time. Think of that. Sensitive facts about trade negotiations taken from presidential briefings. Discussions with the Secretary of State about conflict in Bosnia and much, much more. Very big stuff. Not only was Bill Clinton never even considered for criminal prosecution based on the tapes he took, but when he was sued for them, he won the case.
3: So there it is the socks, the Clinton socks case. All right. So President Trump gets an enormous amount wrong there. Let me try to explain to you what happened in the Clinton socks case. So there were 79 audio tapes that were. Bill Clinton being interviewed by Taylor Branch for his biography or – and his, yeah, his biography. Um, and the idea that they were in the – kept with the socks is I think Taylor Branch once said in an interview that he's been holding out these tapes for a while. Anyway, so these tapes fall squarely in the realm of it was a diary. It was his own conversations. And when Donald Trump lists those long lists of things that were talked about, all I can guess is that – all that they did was they bought Bill Clinton's book and looked at the pages of it, see what some kind of the different things might have been, or Taylor Branch's book and, and looked at what types of things they were. So he does say something that is absolutely true, is that he was never considered for criminal prosecution because they were never, the National Archives never asked for them back, never asked for them because they fall into that category that I described. And I'll read you the, the, um, I read you this. It's anything that is not of a purely uh, of a purely private or non-public character, which do not relate or have an effect on the carrying out of the duties of office, and they specifically say like diaries or journals. That's what this was. So, what was this case about? A private entity. It was someone, Judicial Watch, which is a right-wing um, organization, sued and said, "Wait a minute, he should have to make these public." under the presidential record act they lost the case the judge said no this is these are private these are the kinds of things that a president can take so there's nothing about this precedent that helps donald trump one bit so to say that it that it helps and it's like okay if these things unless he wants to argue that the tape recording that someone made of him flashing a private document is a journal or a diary. All right, maybe. And if he has something in those boxes that are private in nature, he had all kinds of chances to say, the, you guys should not get this. He didn't return the official stuff. So that's the Clinton Sox case. When I first heard it, confession time, I thought it was about his cat. Remember he had a cat named Sox? I have to ask whom of Sox is still alive. Anyway, let's go to the calls. And then a little later, I promise, I'll get to the Hunter Biden stuff. Uh 848 wabc 800 9222 Elias is on the phones helping us out. He'll get you up on the board. And let's get to some of these calls now. Let's go to David in the Bronx. Hey, David, welcome aboard.
2: Uh, yes, Anthony. I believe Betty Curry got Sox, and I believe Sox has moved on to greener pastures. Ah, that's sad. Um, okay, but, but thank my, you for that. Um, question or a comment about Trump's uh, document theft is now he left documents in a bathroom and in a ballroom and all these other places. And something I haven't heard mentioned is that Trump's country club is staffed by foreign seasonal workers. Now, do we know if these people had access to any of these documents? Did they photograph these documents? Did they take any of these documents? I mean, to me, that seems that seems almost as bad as if he had given them away to to foreign agents.
3: Yeah, I mean, you make a good point, David. Thank you for the socks update. I mean, part of what makes this a particularly vexing case is that let's put our shoes on the other feet, or our shoe on the other foot, and let's assume that the the premier of China kept sensitive records in this type of a way. I am sure our CIA and our foreign operatives would have found out and stolen them taking pictures of them and left them where they were, that kind of thing. I mean, we'd have no idea as we sit here. You know, there's a story in Haaretz, which is the English language paper in Israel, about how anxious the Israelis are, the Israeli Mossad is, and Israeli intelligence agencies are about who knows what about what now. Because who knows if they're revealing information that that the United States knows about Iran, it's a reasonable inference that some of that comes back from our close cooperation with Israel. So yeah, you make a good point, and yes, and, and a point that shouldn't be be missed. For all his talk about his, his uh how he doesn't like immigration, he certainly uses um, uses uh, um, temporary foreign workers um, at his hotels. Uh, next, let's go to Sal and Sotten Allen. Hey, Sal, thank you for joining us.
2: Anthony uh, Weiner, let me tell you, you're being completely one sided. Look, I said this before: Donald Trump, an acolyte, altar boy, uh, altar server, choir boy, boy scout. He is not. But he did the most to help American veterans. And on top of that, okay, at least at Mar-a-Lago and the other facilities, he had Secret Service everywhere. No, they didn't. No, Sal, Sal, let me stop.
3: He did not have Secret Service guarding the bathrooms.
2: What Biden did was out of control. I mean, Hunter Biden was a drug dealer in the U.S. military. Oh, hold on, Sal, Sal,
3: hold on. Sal, I love you like a brother, and I appreciate your calling. And please call us again. But you can't argue the defense of Donald Trump is Hunter Biden was a drug addict. I mean, that cannot be the defense. It won't be admitted in court. It has nothing to do with the price of tea in China. And I have already stipulated to the idea if Joe Biden, I am waiting to see what the special prosecutor says in that case. Who knows? And I'm going to do a Hunter Biden segment a little bit later. But for the love of God, if people are going to call up and say Donald Trump is innocent because Joe Biden, because Anthony Weiner, because Hillary Clinton, because Socks the Cat, just there's not, it's not going to be much. I don't care what judge you're in front of, it ain't going to work. Johnny in Morristown, thank you for joining us, pal. Hey, how
2: are you doing? Good,
3: Johnny. Thank you so, for joining uh, us.
2: I can say I listen to you on weekends. I don't agree with you. You are very articulate but I could say that you are a very deceptive speaker and you're not really telling it like it is, especially when it comes to.
3: Did we lose him? He said he wanted to ask a question. Is Johnny, are you back?
2: Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. We lost you for a second. I know that you're not aware of it, but Hillary Clinton's emails, they're not deleted. You can remove all the hardware you want. That data is in a storage right now. And the NSA
3: has it. Yeah. Not Not the NSA, Johnny.
2: The FBI has it. Nobody's email goes away. It's still there. That's exactly right. This is
3: a very important point that Johnny's making. A very important point. Anyone who sent Hillary Clinton an email, it's in their sent box. Right? That's how when people say, oh, we know what happened to her emails. The State Department emails were all recovered, every last one of them, because they were coming from people within the State Department. That's exactly right. Now, did she delete emails about her yoga appointments and about what, you know, birthday presents for President Clinton and about Sox's, well, apparently Sox was with Betty Curry, about something about Buddy, their dog? Yes, we all do that. This issue, I mean, I want to say this, this issue of her emails was so blown out of proportion. They, it's not like they didn't have the, the Clinton emails, the ones that – yeah did, did she delete an email? I want to tell you know, – here's, here's a funny story that's a true story, and I don't think I've ever told this story before. So remember the Benghazi hearings? Uh, they were held by the Republicans to find out what happened in Benghazi. 11 hours, Hillary Clinton came up to Capitol Hill and made them all look foolish. But putting that aside, one of the people that was called to testify behind closed doors in those hearings was my then-wife, uh, we might have been sold up by then. Uh, Huma Abedin. When Trey Gowdy, the chairman, who's now on Fox News, was communicating with her and her team about the logistics, it was on his personal email account. I kid you not. Oh, you know who else used a personal email account? Ivanka Trump. You know, uh, you, uh, doing government business. You know who else used a personal email account? Um, uh, Betsy DeVos. You know who else used a personal email account? Shulkin, the head of the, the, the Veterans Administration. Oh, you know who used a personal email account when he was the head of the CIA? Mike Pompeo. I mean, it's not ideal. We all – anyone within the sound of my voice who has a um, a uh, uh, an office uh, 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 um, official mail account and they have their personal – invariably, even if you have two devices, invariably some stuff is, is – sleeping. So anyway, we'll, we'll get back. When we get back – let me do a little bit of the Hunter Biden update. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. This is Father's Day weekend. I just lost my father, but hopefully you're all out there getting last-minute presents for yours. And we'll see you on the other side with the latest in Hunter Biden
2: gate.
0: Wasn't me. It's the middle with Anthony Weiner.
3: Welcome back to the middle Let me tell you a little bit about that song this is a band called The Edge of Daybreak It's a handful of guys Who recorded that album That album This is a kiddie find, this isn't mine They were prisoners in a Tennessee prison together They had access to instruments And they were given Five hours to record And they busted out An album in those five hours That included that song Here, turn that back up a little bit It's kind of, it's, it's like this kind of music, you know, soul and funk. It's, but the story is just amazing. And like they couldn't, they didn't have enough time to do to do backing tracks for themselves. So they brought in some other guys from the yard and did it. You know, as a, someone who served time, stories like that, I love it. It's called The Edge of Daybreak. All right, let's go back to what I promised to give you an update on, which is the Hunter Biden laptop case. So first of all, the Hunter Biden laptop case is no longer about the laptop or it seems to be going in all kinds of different directions. Just to reset the table, Hunter Biden had a laptop. He leaves it in a Delaware repair shop. The guy takes it, finds this stuff on it, gives it to Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani refuses it to give it to everyone else, just gives it to only the New York Post. Um, the New York Post wouldn't give it to other outlets and would never give even after the fact, wouldn't let anyone else um, take a look at it. The New York Post runs this story about what's on this laptop other media outlets are like, whoa, 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 we don't know if any of this is for real. It comes out in October. It's the basic October – September – it comes a basic October surprise um, for a little while, not a long time. Twitter and Facebook both say, wait, no, we don't want this. This seems a lot like Russian disinformation. It turned out to be a real thing. OK. But never, as I have reported, never anything on that laptop gets anywhere back to Joe Biden. It shows basically Hunter Biden and members of of his circle taking advantage of the Biden name at a time when their dad was vice president, something that I hate to say it, nepotism is a thing. It looks seamy. It looks maybe like, I mean, it's just disgusting, but doesn't have anything to do with Joe Biden, never gets back to him. But now the story has kind of changed to now like, wait a minute, there's this whole systematic bribery thing going on with the president when he was vice president. Remember, this gets back to the thing that got Donald Trump impeached the first time, which was this idea of telling the Ukrainians, get me dirt on Joe Biden, or I won't let you arm yourself to defend yourself from the Russians. But it's now spun into all these different places, and it's a little hard to keep track of. So where is it this week? This week, or in the last couple of weeks, the Republicans investigating this led by this guy, James Comer, not to be confused with James Comey. He says we've got this document, which is this document that's filled out by a confidential informant that makes all these allegations about Joe Biden accepting a bribe from someone in Ukraine. Again, this is the same exact issue from back in the day. Joe Biden was on the take on behalf of the Ukraine and Hunter Biden facilitated so they have this form, it's called an FD-1023, and it's all this fight about is basically the Republicans want to see this form, they finally get a chance to see it, and in this form, which is basically just a report about what the confidential informant says, he says that there are record, uh, uh, recordings uh, from a, uh, that in, implicate Joe Biden. Recordings. All right, now we've got something we can really sink our teeth into, recordings, so James Comer, tell us a little bit about those recordings.
1: When will you be able to confirm if these recordings are legit? How long is that going to take? Well, I can confirm that the recordings were in the 1023. Remember, I was with Senator Grassley when we saw the unredacted version. Okay, so because Grassley was saying alleged yesterday. So these recordings are legit. You can confirm they are legitimate. Well, they, they were i can confirm they were listed in the 1023 that the fbi redacted I We see. don't know if they're legit or not but we know that the foreign national claims he has them okay so when can you confirm that they're legit because if they're legit I, I, I've never looked into it this is the problem the fbi never investigated this when will you be able to confirm if these recordings are legit how long is that going to take well, I can confirm that the recordings were in the 1023. Right, Remember, I was with Senator Grassley when we saw the right, unredacted That somehow got All right, So
3: we heard that part already. All right. So I wanted to let you hear that. You heard it. Comer says, we don't know. We don't know if these are legit. No one's ever heard them. And he keeps returning to the fact – he keeps returning to saying that this has not been investigated. The fact is a special prosecutor has been appointed on this case that the Justice Department says has this stuff. This is the legislative branch. They make the laws. Now, admittedly, they do oversight. I'm not saying they don't. But at a certain point, evidence of a crime and whether a crime has been committed and prosecuting that crime goes to the judicial branch. It is no longer in the hands of the Biden administration. It's been given to a special prosecutor who is the the, the U.S. attorney in Delaware appointed by Donald Trump to investigate this case. He has this 1023. If there are recordings, he's got them. They're – between you and me, if you can get closer to the radio, there are no recordings. But again, it, it, it's it's being – investigated now, for, if you say this has gone on too long, that they have been investigated this Hunter thing too long and it's time that they came across with something resembling a report, I'm with you. I totally am. Now, I don't know what's going on behind the scenes. I don't know what this U.S. attorney – but this U.S. attorney is not trying to protect Joe Biden – He's a Republican that was appointed by Donald Trump, so uh, you got to really push it to so. But that's what's going on. The most recent thing is this recordings of the president, and we don't even know if this guy. The other day, I saw an interview, uh, an interview with with our own Rudy Giuliani, who said that he speculates that the guy is not even with us anymore. That the guy, the 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 the, the informant is not is not alive anymore. But that's the latest on Hunter Biden. So there you go. I mean, not the the latest is we don't know any that much more than 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 we knew before. This guy James Comer is still on top of it. He admits they don't have it. Um, uh, Charles Grassley, who's on the Senate side, he says that he doesn't have it, and none of them said that they've heard them. So maybe they exist, maybe they don't. Now that hasn't stopped from people on this radio station to be honest talking like these recordings exist. <laughs> we have no idea. All right, let's get back to the calls. Um, we will take you to the top with these calls because a lot of people are calling in. And uh, first, let's go to Adam in Long Island. You have something to say about Hunter Biden?
2: Yes, sir. Fire, yes away. sir. Fire away. First of all, I hope you run for office again, because if somebody got 71 felonies and counting can run for president, you, Mr. Weiner, surely <laughs> can run back for office. And about uh, the Biden, uh, Hunter Biden, sir. Comer got just what John Durham got, nothing. They got nothing. They're just trying to smear Hunter to smear the, the president, Joe Biden, because of Trump is so embarrassing to them. So they, they're just trying to make stuff up. They have nothing.
1: Yeah, I mean, and the Hunter you, sir, Biden— Thank for what I, you're doing with your show. I love your show, sir. It's thank nice you to, very be to say, much. Adam. I That's appreciate I
3: it. Look, I mean, uh, the Hunter Biden thing, it's not that there's nothing there. What came out about Hunter—and by the way— if you're sitting at your laptop right now, imagine if someone went into your laptop, what they might find, what kind of per- – everything was on there. The guy was in, deep in addiction when he was making tapes and videos and emails going back and forth. But they have all of his bank records about just about in there. And I ask you, I mean just common sense now, if there was anything that linked back to Joe Biden, would we have heard about it by now? The only thing that they have is a CC – Hunter Biden is cc'd on two other people having a conversation where they make one reference to the big guy. That's it. And when they when this guy who who claims that that's the big guy, this guy named Bob Linsky, when he went into the Wall Street Journal and Fox News, not exactly right left-wing places. And they said, "What do you got on this?" They weren't convinced. So, there's not a lot there. Um okay. This is exactly the guy Uh, Andrew and Stanhope, go ahead, pal. Are
2: you there, Andrew? I described the last caller and what you said, the laptop. You're not going to see me having sex with underage prostitutes on my laptop or browbeating a Russian prostitute. I didn't hurt you, right? I didn't hurt you. Like he was trying to get her to say it on camera. But I want to say I describe you as the opposite of Tony Montana from Scarface. Tony (laughs) Montana said, I always tell the truth, even when I lie, <laughs> meaning he does, even when he lies, he doesn't lie about who he is. But you're the opposite, because even when you tell the truth, it's part of an overall lie that you're telling. But I want to say I feel bad, and I can list lies that you said. Well, just how about this? Andrew, Andrew, voice. give me the
3: best one you got.
2: And I'm trying to help. I feel bad for your son. Andrew, because-
3: Andrew, Andrew, give me the best lie that I've told, and I'll try to rebut it.
2: And that's pretty low. And his mother proudly works Oh, he isn't, the- he isn't listening? Is a- all
3: right, Andrew's, Andrew, are you there?
2: Came out of a coma. Okay, all right, was-
3: all right. Andrew, let's drop Andrew, because I was trying to have a conversation with, with Andrew. That, that might have been, been AI. I think that was an AI caller, my first AI caller, because he was just going on. I couldn't have a, I was trying to have a conversation. He said I lied, which is a heavy word, and I, I don't... Look, I, I might have stated my opinions, but I think I've tried to be... Something approximating um, uh, factual here. Next, let's go to. I, I'm not saying this right. Minu in Long Island. Am I saying that right? Yes. Go ahead, Minu. Yes.
4: Can you hear me? I can. Hello.
3: I can hear you, Minu. Can you hear me? All right. We seem to we seem to be having some problems. Let's see if we can get Minu back on the air. For something's going wrong. Where people look. I mean. I mean, here's the, th- here's the, the thing, and, and, and actually, um, actually, you know what we should do, Christian? Let's go to a break and try to fix the phone, because I don't want people to get the impression that I'm trying to duck these things by claiming technical problems, because I, I like these calls, and hopefully Minu and even the last guy, the AI guy, can call back. Uh, we'll be right back on the middle. This is Anthony Weiner. We're talking about Hunter Biden. At
1: This episode is supported by FX's Clipped.
0: It's The Middle with Anthony Weiner.
3: middle that's the untouchables i think they're from like newport beach virginia i think that's where they're from i spy for the fbi again trying to tie it back to this conversation we're having about hunter biden and the trumps you know friend of the show author just texts me says yeah you're sabotaging the phone so you don't have to answer questions you have no idea if it we're not for the callers i'd have to do like real work and have to like fill up this i have to be like 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 frank Murano and curtis are like they can they can talk and be interesting for three hours at a time. I need someone calling me a jackass in order to really. Now, that's another way of saying you're very important to the show. 800 848 WABC, 800 848 9222. All right, we're going to try this again. We are having some problems, but let's try Minnow on Long Island. Minnow, are you there this time? Yes, I am. Fire away, dear.
4: Okay, what I have to say today, I want to talk about Hillary Clinton female. Okay. So can I go ahead? And you can, you can.
3: To... I, I am all yours.
4: Okay, beautiful. You know what? What you know? A lot of things that you said is correct, but something that you missed to mention: those emails, they were under subpoena.
3: No. What email? You... No, that's not true. That's well, not true.
4: About... I'm talking about hillary
3: clinton's email no, they were not under subpoena. she erased the, she erased this the the emails in two tranches. One is her staff set up one of these rules in the email and outlook. They set up a rule that every ninety days anything in the deleted file would be automatically permanently deleted that's very common. law firms do that offices do that that's very common. The second batch of uh, the, she was she did get issued a subpoena to hand over. The State Department documents, which she did, anything that was State Department related, she hand over. There was no subpoena for her yoga schedules. There was no subpoena for her, for her emails with her and President Clinton or anything else. What people don't understand is the documents they were looking for were to make sure that there weren't any that were mishandled of government documents. And at the end of the day, the FBI, in the notes that they released when Donald Trump came into office... Um, uh, said that there were no classified documents on those in, in that material. Then, uh,
4: you know, Mr. go Mr. ahead, President, ma'am. Go I'm ahead. I'm very sorry to tell you this. We want to be honest here, or you just want to be on the side of Democrats. If I want to be wanna both. Be- I want
3: to be honest and on the side of Democrats. But if I can choose one or the other, I want to choose be honest. Go ahead, Minna. What are you disagreeing if, with?
4: If, if you want to be honest, those emails. Number one, it was under subpoena, and number two. Director Comey came back, and he said they were 52, 52 emails that they were.
3: Uh, no, no, Minu, you so got to catch up. Back. All right, hold on a second. You, you have. Uh, I appreciate your calling, but one of the things I'm trying to do here is clear up the misconception. Comey went before Congress and said there were 53,000, and then he had to come back the next day and correct himself. The final report by the FBI, what they finally came down to was that there were there were a grand total of three out of 33,000, and those documents were ones that had classification markings within the document, and there were some documents that they had classified after the fact. But as far as the subpoena, she was subpoenaed for all the official emails that she had and she turned them over. There was never a subpoena for emails between her and her daughter, no. There was never a subpoena for her and between her and her yoga instructor. No, there was never a subpoena between her and every single one of the emails that she got in an official capacity is in the possession of the State Department to this day. If you don't believe me, go read the report that was put out by Rex Tillerson, Trump's Secretary of State. If that isn't good enough, go, go read the one that was put out by Pompeo, Trump's Secretary of State. If that's not good enough, go look at the FBI notes that were released by Donald Trump in his administration that the FBI put out. I mean, Minou, you're saying to me, you want to put... All I'm saying to you is, let's get this issue straight once and for all. There's so much stuff that has been said over the course of time about Hillary's emails that we forget that now it's been been studied up. Who became president in 2017? The guy that said, lock her up. You think he said, oh, let's leave Hillary Clinton alone. No, they went out like crazy. They did two two full-out investigations of it. And then in 2019 was the inspector general's report that looked at not only the Hillary Clinton emails but looked at the Anthony Weiner laptop, looked at why Comey said what he said, looked at whether the FBI had a bias against Clinton, whether it had a bias against Trump. You can go read that too. The facts are out there as they used to say on the X files. And if someone calls up and says Anthony you're lying, you well you better come you better come loaded for bear with some real documents. I mean, by the way, I have a little reason to know something about this. Okay. When Donald Trump says my name on the stump, what is it? Four years later. Believe me, I know, I know this stuff a little bit. When, when my, my wife was getting called subpoena after subpoena while I'm taking care of Jordan, believe me, I know this stuff a little bit. Comey was outrageously wrong. Donald Trump was saying lock her up. The New York Times people were irresponsible about this. It cost Hillary the election. And it was nothing. It was all about whether she had an AOL, a Gmail, or a, a, she had a she had a, an email system that was never hacked. Can the US government say that? No. No. Got no, my papers here. All right. Well, listen, I am fired up just at the right time cuz Curtis Lee was coming in for left versus right. So great having you along. To all of you out there, a happy Father's Day. I lost my dad last week. Give yours a hug. I'm Anthony Wiener. Thank you so much for joining us on The Middle. We look forward to seeing you next week. And don't forget to tune in for The Middle Unplugged. It's a podcast on the Red Apple Podcast Network. It's a way you can get that. And also, this is available if you missed the beginning. The beginning was the good stuff. If you missed the beginning, you can get this podcast. to will be uploaded any minute now by Kevin Drosch or someone back there. Our or whoever the AI replacement is for Kevin. This is Anthony Weiner. This is The Middle. I'm so grateful to have you along. We'll see you after the top of the hour.
0: Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all-natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L. On Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024.